0: Oh, hello, hello, <laughs> hello. Hello there, how are you?
1: Hello, everybody. It's been a month since we were here last.
0: Is it? Yeah, yeah, it has yep. been a month. Been we missed, oh, we, we took a break last uh, two weeks ago. hmm we, we had to recharge our batteries.
1: Yes, and now we are back and better than ever. Oh, we are back. Yeah, well, we're That's back. That's for we're sure. <laughs> half, half that statement is definitely true. <laughs> um, the nice thing is that in the break that we had, yes, it really gave us an opportunity to make sure that we were thoroughly prepared yes, for we this week's yes. uh, event. We were not testing everything right up until 11 a.m. Definitely not, and uh, everything was working perfectly. Oh, uh, And uh, luckily, we're also complete experts in the Chromebook, Yes, so we expect everything to go perfectly well today.
0: Yeah, uh, Google keeps calling me to work for them, <laughs> and I say, I'm sorry, I
1: have Tech Talk Lives to do. I cannot come <laughs> and work for you. It is uh, May 27th. 2021. It is Thursday, Mm -hmm. 2021. It is. And um, it is Tech Talk Live. And uh, my name is Luke. I'm Corey. Uh, We are Assistive Technology Specialists here at Vision Forward in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's true. And today we're going to be talking about the Chromebook. Now, do you know what they call the Chromebook in Germany, Corey? No. They call it the Chromebook. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay was that your joke for the day i guess i, think, I guess that, that's as good as it yeah, gets yes that's where we're going i'm thinking we might uh pass on the joke corner <laughs> okay. hour today
1: yeah sadly we, we do not have a prepared uh, joke for today
0: but we do recommend uh use the chat feature uh mm-hmm. we love interaction so we please do. use the chat with any questions you have but also why don't you throw in your your best clean joke Yes. Um and help us out here because uh we could we could use we could, we it's could, obvious use, some, we could use a little help. We could
1: use some humor this morning. Yeah, we? I think so. Yes, we could. I hope everybody is having a wonderful day and weekend uh has got lots of exciting plans for memorial day yeah this weekend.
0: vacation weekend coming up three-day yeah. weekend for most people
1: yeah it should be rather pleasant the weather is looking quite nice i know you. i'm excited yeah so that should be cool's open at my house oh, my very nice. everybody's invited we'll be uh, putting yeah. the address in the chat yeah i'm so gonna sure. dock
0: myself and put yeah put, <laughs> myself and put my address out for everyone to come to feel
1: free to turn up any time of the day or night yeah and Corey will be happy to accommodate you oh, i'm sure
0: these sessions are uh, ACVREP qu- um what's the word i want to say um quali- quali- no, well, no I was gonna say say uh, that's going to say authorized but that's not quite anyways hard. you can get ACVREP uh, continuing education credits as usual yes, joining can. our tech talk lives all the information that you need including links to the forms that you need to fill out are at vision slash a no Vision-Forward.org slash Tech Talk Live. All right. Allow me to take this. I had this ACVREP on, on my brain, but um, vision-Forward.org slash Tech Talk Live. There you will find all the links you need for the ACVREP credits, including... The uh, form that will ask for an opening and closing code, and today's opening code is.
1: Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, uh, calm it down here. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, today's drum roll. I actually don't. Yeah, hopefully it's this one here. Okay, drum roll, please. Today's opening code is search. And uh, yeah, I didn't manage to get it up on the screen. That's right. <laughs> search. We'll put it in the chat. Hey, we got it. We got it. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> there we go. Opening.
0: Today's code opening is code is search for A C V R E P again. Vision at slash techtalklive. Besides ACVREP, you can also find resource guides for our past uh, Tech Talk Lives. And for so this one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. You are totally on top of things. Uh, vision-forward.org slash techtalklive. You can find resource guides for our past Tech Talk Lives, including this one today, Yes. with a number of, of uh, just some helpful tips resources and keyboard shortcuts things depending on uh the topics we're covering so head over to uh, any information you want about tech talk live is at vision-forward.org slash tech talk live
1: indeed it is including our ages our favorite food yes favorite color uh, place of birth and uh, a link
0: to my Amazon wish list <laughs> so you can uh, buy me things and send it. Do you
1: have an OnlyFans page? Or... I do not have one. Okay, any. <laughs> maybe that's the next step. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll hold off on that. We do have uh, some jokes here oh, good, in the chat already. So All right, let's do uh, our joke uh, corner hour. Here we go, joke corner. Um, I'm not sure who sent this one because I don't see a name, so apologies. Okay. But it says, from the Braille list, which cheese is made backwards? Cheese. But we don't actually have an answer, I don't think, oh, so if Hopefully anybody knows... Of... Oh wait, a minute. Swiss? Oh, wait, no. wait, wait, we just got the answer. It was uh, looks like it's margarita, I think. Um, Edam. You get it? Made back oh, hey That's clever Nice, one. that's pretty good. Alright, from Kenneth, we have, What do you call a shoe made out of a banana? A split-toe. Yeah, you're on the right split, path. Split. Yeah, you're on the right banana. path. Peel. No, I'm gonna tell you. Heel. Slipper. Slipper. Hey, I like it. I like it. Very good. And uh, from Susan, we have uh, a family favourite joke. Apparently. Oh, okay. How -hmm. do you fix a broken pizza? Oh, I uh, I don't know. Tomato paste. Oh, that's (laughs) a good one. That's a good one. (laughs) I love pizza. Ah. Favorite food. So thanks for coming to Tech Talk Live, and now we're gonna go eat some pizza.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was a highlight of the hour. <laughs> it was the it was the joke corner here. I well, guess indeed. Oh, we got another one. Oh, let's, do, well, let's, do, let's do one more. Okay. Maybe we'll sprinkle some in later, but I feel like we could basically do a whole hour of oh, so this. Maybe yeah, next time will be, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh from Lynn, yeah. what do you call a snail on a ship? Uh sh- I don't know. A snailer. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. All right, well, was that
0: was fun. Pretty good.
1: Pretty good. All right. You know what
0: else is pretty good? Go on. The accessibility features <laughs> provided by Chrome Holy and the cow. Chrome OS that <clears throat> you find on Chromebooks.
1: That was one of the finest segues is I've that ever heard. I have,
0: you, while we were off for two weeks, I was mm-hmm. taking broadcasting
1: classes. <laughs> and learned about Segway Excellent, (laughs) riding
0: Segways around.
1: All right, so yes, as you might have guessed already, we are talking about Chromebook today, or as the Germans call it, Chromebook. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm going to be looking at some of the low vision accessibility options. And Corey will be taking a look at the ChromeVox, which is the Chromebook screen reader. And uh, we are somewhat ill-prepared for this, although through no fault of our own. I don't own. know if that's true. Okay, well, in that case, everything's going to go perfectly. Well, and, okay. uh... oh, things going pro- that I can't, <laughs> that I can't promise. Um, but yes, without further ado, let us switch over to our Chromebook. Let's uh, go ahead and switch our scene here. Excellent. Oh, well, you know what? We uh... are... <laughs> mm. Sadly, we are not visible in this scene, so oh, that's okay. you, you will be able to hear us, but not see us. You don't, don't us. need to see us. You, need, you to need to focus on the Chromebook us. anyway. Exactly. Let me turn off this particular thing here. Okay, Good. Okay, so we have the Chromebook in front of us. And uh, the Chromebook, for those of you who do not know, they're basically simple laptops, which uh, are running the Chrome OS operating system from Google. And the idea with these laptops is that they can be made cheaply because they do not um, have programs installed directly on them. Instead, they access programs through the cloud. And the nice thing about that is that it saves your computer from having to have a high-quality processor or a lot of uh, onboard memory and things like that because everything's being done on the cloud, i.e. on the Internet. And with that being said, Chromebooks can be picked up pretty cheaply. You can probably get one as cheap as like 150 bucks or
0: something like that. Yeah, some. I mean, depending on you know the nice ones, you can you can be well into the seven $800 range yeah, yeah, for some yeah. of those
1: really nice green ones. But yeah. a, a,
0: a decent one, yeah, you're right. You, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah,
1: so they're, they're not uh, too much of an mm-hmm. investment. And of course, they can access all of those a nice Google um, bits of software. So you've got the Google Classroom stuff and Google Drive and Google Docs yeah, and uh, yeah. yeah, Google everything basically. Yeah. Um, so it's Google all the way. So they're basically web browsing machines is essentially kind of uh, what they're going for. Um, but they do have some nice accessibility built in and uh, we're gonna take a look at some of that at the moment. Uh, so let's go ahead and we're going to open up our, um, our settings menu. Now there's a couple of ways to do this. Uh, I used the shortcut Shift-Alt-S just then and if uh, I didn't want to do that I could use my mouse and click on the bottom right hand side um, of the screen where we see like the time and the battery level and the Wi-Fi connectivity and things like that and that will also bring up my settings menu. And from here, we have uh, various different options, including the ability to change the volume um, to turn on and off night light, which I think is quite a nice uh, feature if your eyes get tired, um, it, even just regardless of whether you're using it and use it at night or not. It helps to cut down on the blue light being emitted by the screen. And I actually find it's nice to have it engaged all the time uh, just because I find it more relaxing on the eyes um, so we can turn that on and off. And uh, we can uh, change our um, uh, internet settings and things like that, turn on and off Bluetooth, but we can also access accessibility. And that's what we're interested in here. So we do have a couple of ways to do this. There is an accessibility uh, icon that we can see on, uh, in the settings menu here. And so we can click on that and it will open up um, some accessibility settings. But this isn't all of the settings, this is kind of probably the most used ones. If we want to access all of the settings there is a cogwheel at the top of the menu here and that will take us through to a place where we can view all of the accessibility settings. So it's kind of like we have like a quick access menu by clicking on the accessibility icon here or we can view all of the settings by clicking on the cogwheel. So let's go ahead and click on the cogwheel for the moment. And once we've done that, we uh, bring up a page here with various settings and we have an option that says advanced on the left side. So we're going to click on advanced and we're going to go down to where it says accessibility and we uh, uh, we will open up some accessibility options. And then we have to click on where it says manage accessibility features and that's going to bring up all of our accessibility options. So there's a few different kind of clicks we have to do there, um, but it's not uh, too difficult as long as you know what you're doing. Uh, From here, we're basically in a list of different accessibility options, and there are a number of things that we can do. So let's take a look at some of these. Our first option here is ChromeVox to enable ChromeVox, and this is what Corey is going to be taking a look at today. ChromeVox is um, the built-in screen reader for uh, Chromebooks. And uh, you can also use ChromeVox within the Google Chrome browser, um, even if you're just using a PC or Mm -hmm. uh, a Mac as well, Um, you can use ChromeVox within the Chrome browser. So if you don't have a screen reader, um, but you need one for internet browsing specifically, then uh, that's quite a nice option to have if you're a user of Google Chrome. We won't bother turning that on at the moment because Corey's gonna show that to you, Um, but uh, it does have some nice um, it does have some nice options. Um, Lynn, uh, Lynn says that the screen that we're sharing is blurry. Lynn, I apologize. That's a limitation of the technology, uh, unfortunately. So, uh, so yes, you'll just have to listen to my descriptions instead. And uh, hopefully that's will Partially that's
0: Zoom. Zoom, zoom yeah, kind of cuts yeah.
1: the quality on things, unfortunately. Yeah, so uh, yeah, you're going to have to live with that. But we are going to make things bigger as we go along here. So hopefully that will uh, make things a little bit easier for you. Now the next option in our list is enable select to speak and uh, with this enabled, we are able to have um, various bits of text read aloud to us, particularly things on the internet. Um, So we could be on a web page, there might be a block of text, you know, whether it's an email or uh, Wikipedia or something like that. We can have those things read aloud to us uh, by our Chromebook, which is nice. So uh, before we do anything, I'm going to actually open up a Wikipedia page here that we can test this in. So we'll go to wikipedia.org and let's uh, go to the English sites here. OK, good. So I'm going to go ahead and turn on enable select to speak here. And at this point, um, we should be able to uh, have text read aloud to us. And so we do get a select to speak icon. And we can also use a key command, which is search and S. And the idea is that we select text that we want to be spoken aloud. And then we either click on the icon or use the command search and S. And it should be read aloud to us. So let's give this a try. I'm going to go ahead and select some text here from uh, Wikipedia. And let's try and do a search S and we'll see what happens here.
2: The 2007 Coca Cola 600 was the 12th stock car race of the 2007 NASCAR Nextel Cup Series and the 48th iteration of the event in the US. It was held on May 27,
1: 2007. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, now we can slow down the, the voice there. So <laughs> if that was a little <laughs> bit fast for you, don't worry too much. Hopefully you could hear that. Um, it was coming through um, the microphone on my, on my lapel here. So hopefully it was loud enough to hear. If you couldn't hear it, then uh, you'll have to take my word for it that it was <laughs> indeed uh, reading that out. I nicely. will confirm.
0: Yes, yes, Corey can (laughs) confirm. Yeah, I have uh,
1: have proof here. Now, one of the cool things we can do with this is we can use uh, keys on the keyboard to start and stop reading, and also to skip forward and backward. And so, for that, we can use the spacebar to start and stop.
2: May twenty seventh, two thousand seven. Before a crowd of one hundred.
1: And while it's reading, we can use the left and right arrows to skip backward and forward.
2: One hundred seventy. The two thousand seven. So I skipped backward then. Skip forward then. The 400 race Skip forward spin again
1: spin. and paused. And so right at our fingertips there, we have um, some controls that are easily accessible. Uh, just stop here for a second. Um, so Abigail says, does it read other languages and can you change voices? Uh, the answer to that is yes and yes. Now, I must admit that I have not tried other languages, but I know that they're available. And we are going to take a look at that um, in just a second once we've finished with this here. So we were having the, um, the text read aloud to us from the web page and we also have a visual control panel if uh, that's something. So if we have a print disability but not necessarily um, you know, low vision, um, we might want to use a control panel down here from which we have access to uh, skip backwards, skip forward, go to the start, go to the end um, and also change the reading speed as well as play pause. And so, um, so yes, we do have a control panel. Now we can actually in the settings turn off that control panel if we don't want that to be there. Um, but uh, I don't think it takes up too much room. So, uh, so yeah, not too much of a hassle. Uh, Kenneth says, that everybody should complain to Microsoft and or Zoom about uh, the quality of their, <laughs> their image <laughs> transmission. Uh, yeah, sounds like a good idea. I think everybody should email, uh, probably Bill Gates directly, right?
0: I think, yeah. Bill, yeah. I think it's uh, Bill at Microsoft.com. <laughs> it <should, I> <laughs> might be. <I> <laughs> probably was at one point. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, that's how our Select to Speak works. Now, we do have to obviously select the text that we want it to read. And so there is some kind of you know, use of the mouse there and uh, some kind of, <coughs> excuse me, visual aspect to that. So it's not gonna replace a screen reader or anything, uh, but for low vision users, it definitely could be pretty useful. Let's have a look underneath where in the menus, I've, I've gone back to the menus here, and underneath where we enabled select to speak, we have select to speak settings. So let's go ahead and open that up. There's some pretty cool stuff in here. So first of all, we have a drop-down menu where we can select a <coughs> voice, excuse me, and in this uh, menu we will see that there are a number of different languages and so we have one that says uh, Bahasa Indonesia, we have uh, German or Deutsch, Uh, we have Spanish, Espanol, we have French, Francais, we have uh, the Netherlands here, Uh, Portuguese from Brazil by the looks of it Um, and then various other ones as well, there's quite a lot and uh, they're either through Chrome OS's own um, text-to-speech engine or they also have some eSpeak voices. You familiar sure. with eSpeak ones?
0: Yeah, that's what NVDA ships with. Oh, okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So probably not the best voices then.
0: It's that, it's it's a little more computer sounding. Yes. yeah, that's yeah. for
1: sure. Yeah, um, but again, there's a number of different languages that we can choose from there. So pretty comprehensive. Now, like I said, I must admit I haven't messed around with these, but um, if you it, do speak a different language, yeah. we're playing with, I think.
0: And I think one thing to note, unless I'm wrong here, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Yeah if you if you choose let's say french yes the text it's not going to convert english text right. into yeah. french so it's, if you if you're it, reading
1: it, french on the internet yes, exactly then you yeah. want to use yeah. the text to speak yeah. french voice but if you're reading english it will just sound like english with a french accent Ex- no yeah. translation yeah no yeah. translation yeah. sometimes yes. that sometimes individuals think oh if i switch the voice that it will change yeah, the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we also have some options here for the highlighting. Now, those of you who were able to see the screen somewhat may have noticed that as um, the text was being read to us, it was being highlighted at the same time. And for people, again, with print disabilities that aren't necessarily vision loss, but you know, maybe some uh, dyslexia or something like that, mm-hmm. um, some of the highlighting here you know, might be super beneficial. And there's a couple of things that we can do. We can change the highlight color. So I'm going to change it from blue to, let's go for pink, why not? And uh, we can also shade the background content so that what's being read to us is uh, light, but other things are dark, and that can help keep us focused on what's being read. Let's just take a look. I'm going to enable that, and we'll take a look at what it looks like because um, I think it's kind of cool. So hopefully, let's get back to a, let's get back to our Wikipedia page here, and you can see hopefully um, straight away that. We still have this same text focused on that the text that we were reading before, uh, but now all of the background has been dimmed, and only the text that we were focused on is um, is kind of light, is bright, and also uh, the word standard is currently highlighted, and it's highlighted in pink now because we had changed that. Mm-hmm. And if I uh, begin this playing, then we'll see standard that move along and I'll go ahead and stop it there um, so some really nice features again um, these are great for you know for uh, vision loss but there's further options as well for other print disabilities that I think uh, could be super useful so if anybody's working with individuals uh, with those uh, kind of issues then uh, I think there's some nice options here mm-hmm. All right so let's go back to our settings menu. I think we have a question in the Q;A I'm just going to go ahead and pull it up here. Um, oh thank you <coughs> yeah. Um, so we have uh, Jim here um, says that we may want to remind people that the search key is in the same location as a caps lock on a standard keyboard. I think that's a good tip because, um, you know, um, Microsoft have got their keyboard, Apple have got their keyboard, yeah. and Google have got their keyboard. And, and with the Google keyboard, we do have this search key, which is, um, as Jim said, where the caps lock key normally would be. And so that's kind of uh, a modifier key, which, uh, which you would use quite a lot on a Chromebook so yeah. every time you switch to a different operating system there's always something a little bit different to, to learn for sure. And we'll definitely be you talking about the search key at, yes. when we look at ChromeVox. Yes indeed. Yeah. The, so so uh, for the select to speak there I was using search S and so we were using it at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, yes I was, I, the search was over by, by the capsule there. Uh, let's just take a look back in our text uh, to speech settings here. Um, So I went back into our menus here and opened up uh, again our text-to-speech settings and there was a link to uh, to some further settings where we can change rate, pitch, volume and then we can also preview different voices. Now Corey, do you know, um, are the different English voices the same voice but pitch changed? Any ideas uh, with Nope, this I don't believe so. Oh, they're they're different different. Different. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair
0: enough. Why don't you go ahead and, and slow her down just a little bit, because what I'm curious about is when we moved to ChromeVox, yeah. that's the same ChromeVox voice, so I'm thinking it's the same text-to-speech. So why don't you slow okay. it down just a little bit? Right. We're going to so go to about
1: 70% here. So when
0: I do my demo, we'll yeah. see if it. I
1: don't have to slow it down. Let's right. hear what it sounds like as well. Yeah. The
2: 2007 race was won by Casey Mears. Oh, that's the pitch.
1: Started from 16th position. The pitch changed. Which is interesting, because I did tell it to change the speed. Oh, really? No <laughs> yeah Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Oh, Sorry.
0: Sorry,
1: everybody. It's just to say It's just as fast, but <laughs> a little bit lower. <laughs> All right, well, everybody, that's what the pitch change sounds like. Uh, here's slow down speed. JJ,
2: Yelly finished second, and Kyle Petty came
1: in third. Oh, we need to speed her up. That's just a little slow, slow that time, yeah. but you get the idea. Yeah. We can uh, how we can adjust the <laughs> speed there. We'll put it up to 80%. That now. sounds we'll good. Yeah, we get on. Um, somebody, uh, Abby again says, uh, Says beside print disabilities, it can also be useful for people learning a language, um, including young readers, uh, English as a second language oh, sure. uh, students, ESL, et cetera. Yeah, yeah sure. great, a great tip Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and uh, you know, I've I've never worked with um, with the, those types of clients before, but I can definitely see how this stuff could be super useful. Mm-hmm. Okay, Uh, let's uh, jump back over to our accessibility list here and let's see uh, what else we have. We have text-to-speech voice settings. I already accessed that um, through um, a different menu so we don't need to go back into that but that's where we can change pitch and speed and uh, the voice and all of that stuff. The next option we have is the uh, high contrast mode. Every good computer's got a high contrast mode and this is no uh, different. We can toggle it on here. I'm going to go ahead and do that and uh, everything will all the whites will turn black and all the excuse me all the blacks will turn white and uh, this again can be quite relaxing on the eyes and some people see better you know with this uh, color scheme people with rp and and so on and so forth and um, we also have a key command that we can use to toggle this on and off which is search control h and i think it's important to learn the key command because Oftentimes, you will want to switch between the high contrast mode and the not high contrast mode because it's not a smart invert, which means that it does uh, change all of the colors of everything, including pictures.
0: Um, As a little side note, when I, I did a presentation on the Chromebook not too long ago, and one of the participants recommended, there is a... A, Google, a Chrome extension. extension, Yes. and that yes. one, uh, I believe it's called the High Contrast. I, I, I think if you do a search under the extensions, you'll find it. But yeah. that one, obviously, is only going to work in Chrome. But from my understanding, it does do the smart inversion.
1: Yes, it does. Yeah, okay. that, that's very true. Um, but that will only work within your Chrome browser. Correct. So if you, yeah. a, if you need a high contrast across the whole computer, um, you've got this high yeah. contrast mode here. Let's just see how it affects a picture. I brought up a picture here in uh, the Chrome browser. We're going to turn on the high contrast. And it's asking us if we're sure we want to turn it on. I'll hit enter to confirm, and the pictures just completely change colours there. And so, um, so yeah, it's not uh, it's not perfect, and I don't know really why they don't have a smart invert just built in there. Yeah, hopefully uh,
0: they'll. I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. One of these days I might upgrade that. Uh, But yeah, I would definitely recommend learning the keyboard shortcut, so you can easily turn that on and off. Search control H. Okay, next, the magnifier. Everybody needs a magnifier, and we have two options. We have a full screen and a dot magnifier. And again, we can turn those on or off in the settings here, um, or in the quick settings as well. If we opened our um, settings menu and went to the quick settings, we can turn uh, them on and off from there. But we can also, of course, use keyboard shortcuts here, and I would strongly recommend memorizing those if, um, if you do need the, the magnification. So for the full screen magnifier, Our key command is going to be search control M, Mm -hmm. M for magnifier. And it's asking uh, if we want to turn on the full screen magnifier. So we'll hit enter to confirm. And now we have zoomed in. And uh, obviously, this is going to operate very similarly to, uh, to magnifiers on other computers. As we uh, zoom in, the field of view is reduced, and so we need to start to pan around the screen to see everything, and in order to do that, we just push the mouse in the direction that we want to pan, and it will allow us to pan around. However, we do have another option, um, which is holding down Control and Alt and using the arrow keys, and we can pan around like that as well. Now, I'm not sure if this is possible on on the Windows magnifier, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but for some, they might, may find it conceptually easier um, to, to kind of get that, because some people do struggle panning with the mouse, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. And um, so I do like the fact that this is, this is included. So uh, Control-Alt-Arrow keys, and we can scroll in all directions. So nice feature. Ah, uh, to zoom in and out, we can do Control Alt and two fingers on the uh, touchpad, and uh, that will allow us to zoom in and out. Um, by by default, the zoom works in the opposite way to what I would expect. So, in order to zoom in, you hold Control Alt and pull two fingers toward you, oh, and yeah, that I makes things think, larger. Yeah, like, I would think it would be the opposite. Yeah, exactly. You would think yeah. it would be the opposite. Um, but you can actually change that in the settings if you want it to operate the other way around. Oh, cool. um, so, yeah, so we do have an option there. But yeah, very quick to zoom in and out. Now, if you have a touch screen um, like we do, a touch screen Chrome, Chromebook, then we can actually just use our pinch gestures, pinch and reverse pinch, and then we can pan as well um, by using two fingers to uh, to move around the screen, so. Um, so that's always nice. Um, I do like using this device uh, with the touch screen because um, it does make it you know, pretty easy to use. Um, so definitely a fan of, of that feature. Uh, but not all of these have touchscreens, So if you want that, make sure you buy the Chromebook with a touch screen. Um, what else do we need to do with that? There is, I don't think we need to do too much else with the full screen magnifier, mm. but there is an option here to set the zoom level when you zoom in. And so you could set the zoom level to two times, four times, six times, eight times, ten times. So when you turn
0: on magnifier, it goes right to that. Yeah, so
1: when you turn on the magnifier, it'll go right to that magnification level. Um, So, you know, um, again, for some people who just want it as easy as possible, you could find that magnification level. The the tricky thing is that everything is different sizes, so there's usually not one magnification level that works for everything. uh, But it's a place to start, at least. Okay, the Doct Magnifier is next. Let me just find it here. So we can enable Doct Magnifier um, using the switch here, but we can also uh, use our shortcut, Search Control D, and it's asking us if we want to turn on the Doct Magnifier, we'll hit Enter. Okay, so we've turned on the Dr. Magnifier. I actually got told off uh, last time or s- sometime recently when we did one of when these. we did the, the Windows one. Yeah, because yeah. I said yeah. that I don't know anybody who uses a Dr. Magnifier. There um, was one. Yeah, of course. somebody there was so, one. Somebody came back and said, well, I use it all the time. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, for those who like it, the Dr. Magnifier, we have the Magnifier. At the top of the screen, it's docked. It uh, takes up a vertical portion at the top of the screen, and at the bottom of the screen is regular size. Anything that we move our mouse over at the bottom of the screen is shown up magnified at the top of the screen, and we can still use those same keyboard shortcuts to zoom in and out. Uh, so, Control and Alt and two fingers on the on the touchpad would change the uh, change the magnification level. So. Um, yeah, for those who want it, it's there. It's not my uh, my favourite thing, but uh, but it is available. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge, you know. No, each, no. Each judge. to their own. This is a judge-free zone. <laughs> uh, you might. Well, you probably can't notice, unfortunately, with our video here because um, it is a bit blurry anyway. But as we zoom in, it does get a little bit blurry, which is pretty common with magnification. Apps. Yeah. So, I, I wouldn't say it's uh, got as good technology in terms of magnification as a third-party software. Um, that um, you know, can tend to smooth out the image a bit as you zoom in. Uh, but it's certainly serviceable. I think it's, uh, it's going to be very usable for, for a lot of people. All right, now here's where things are going to get interesting. I hope this is going to work. Uh, the next option that we have in our accessibility menu is to adjust our screen resolution. And adjusting that can make everything bigger. So it can definitely be beneficial. I'm hoping it's not going to mess up our I probably VR. wouldn't do it because okay, it's got to match Okay, fine. I'm not gonna okay. I'm not gonna show you this, but I will open up the setting just to show you what it looks in looks like. And we basically have an option that says display size. And there's a slider. On the left of the slider it says small. On the right of the slider, it says large. Um, can you guess what happens if you slide the slider to the right, Corey? Yes, it gets um, smaller. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, and that's why you're the boss. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so uh, as we slide the slider to the right, everything will get bigger. And the nice thing about this is it enlarges everything. So the uh, the bar at the bottom of the screen, which um, has access to the different programs and the settings and stuff, all of that will get larger. When windows open, um, they will be larger. Everything is larger. It's uh, if you can. Do that. it's probably better than using the magnifier because you don't have to pan around mm-hmm. when you zoom in. If everything is big enough just by increasing the, uh, the resolution or decreasing the resolution, um, then um, that's great. So definitely yeah. worth playing around, uh, around with that option. But yes, we will not do it at the moment just in mm-hmm. case we break mm-hmm. everything. Okay, uh, underneath the option to change the resolution we have the option to um, uh, change our text size. And so we can change the font size of like the menus in the Chromebook and things like that. Let's go ahead and set that to very large here. And so everything uh, just got larger. I'll go ahead and leave it like this because it's probably easier for you guys to, to read stuff like this. And so we're able to uh, to make that larger and smaller. And we can also, and this is kind of cool, we can also customize the font as well. And so there is... Um, uh, both a slider for font size, so we can go ahead and change, you know, make the font even larger here. But we can also change the actual type of the fa- the, the the type of the font as well and so there's various different ones to choose from and there's drop-down lists that we can, uh, we can use to select a font type. I won't bother changing any of that at the moment, but uh, certainly if you find the fonts there, like the, the letters are running together or you know whatever, it's hard to read for some reason, you can play around with that and hopefully find something that, uh, that works a little bit better for you. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know, I don't know if that's uh, something which is available in Windows, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's text size. Uh, no, but I'm talking about the font type, though. Oh, no, I don't yeah.
0: think you... Maybe there is. I'm not, I'm not sure. Good call. I don't, yeah.
1: think, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever seen it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, uh, let's go back to our menu here. Go ahead and go to there. Let's see what else we have here. Um, okay, I don't want to spend too much longer because I know cory has got to get hit his bit in as well. Yes. So let's just run through a few of these things here. We do have dictation. And uh, we do have to be connected to the internet in order for this to work. Again, there is a slider that we can use to enable it in our accessibility settings. And uh, there's a keyboard shortcut that we can use to uh, start and stop dictation. And that is search and D. And so when we hit that, we'll hear a little chime to let us know that it's listening. We can dictate and hit search and D when we finish to stop dictation. And um, it tends to work really well, but do bear in mind, you do have to be connected to the internet. So that's something, uh, something that isn't always the case, but here it is. Let's give it a try. It will work in any text field. So at the moment, I am in a search box at the top of my accessibility settings. I'm going to hit Search and D and dictate something. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day. And I'll stop it there. Now, I don't know if you guys can read that, but it does indeed say, hello, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day. And mm-hmm. um, So it works pretty good. And because laptops have got uh, microphones built in, you don't need a separate microphone or anything. But do bear in mind, of course, if you're in a loud room, that it's going to mm-hmm. try and you know, pick up uh, everything that it can hear. And so things can get kind of crazy. So <laughs> yeah, third you do pro- have to be. USB headset. Exactly, yeah. That At that point, you might want to use a, a USB headset.
0: And if I'm not mistaken, Dictation does not work with ChromeVox, turned out.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yep. Yeah, if
0: I, if I remember, we've tried, and I think looking it up, I'm pretty sure it does currently does not work with
1: ChromeVox. But if somebody's had better luck, just let us know in the, in the chat. Yeah, that seems like a bit of a shame. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, a couple more things here. We have an option for a large mouse uh, pointer, or large mouse cursor, as they call it. We have a slider that we can use to adjust the size from small to large, and we can also change the color. So very similar to uh, the Windows accessibility. Um, in this regard. So let's change this to red. Why not? There we go. So now we have a nice large red uh, pointer. And we also have a switch that we can turn on to highlight the pointer as we move it. So every time we move it, we would get like a red circle uh, or whatever color the mouse pointer is. That will be the color of the circle. And it will kind of appear as we move the pointer and give us a bit more of a visual indicator um, as to where that pointer is. So that's that's a nice little um, a nice little option there. And we actually have the same option for the typing cursor as well. And so we can uh, have something turned on. So as we are typing, each time the cursor moves, it will be highlighted for a second to help us uh, locate it. All right. Wonderful. That was all quite exciting, wasn't it? It really was. It really was. Uh, So yeah, I think uh, in conclusion for the low vision stuff, um, it's pretty comprehensive. It's pretty easy. And um, it uh, doesn't cause any lag or you yeah. know any, any kind Crash of problems and, yeah. with the with the operation of the computer. So uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, it's, it's definitely going to be useful for a lot of people. Good. All right, are you ready? I'm born ready. All right. Well, in that case, I'm going to enable ChromeVox here. Oh, don't. Oh, you can't. You don't want me to do that. That's okay. No, it's on now. <laughs> it's right. We'll talk about it. Coming back <laughs> your way.
0: Accessibility. All right, let's do, Link, give, uh, close bar, this settings. for a moment here.
2: Select to speak. Close okay, to go. Side information. Let's just make sure we're loud button, enough. So volume, we... Slider. 100%, okay. Now,
0: first button, and foremost, I want to up, apologize that um, ChromeVox is, is going to be coming to through uh, my microphone. Uh, button, button, unfortunately, we had really bad sound quality press trying to put it through to the, to the mixer. Uh, so we're going to do this instead, so bear with us. The other thing I want to say too, and this is where I really like some of our experts, if we have any, uh, connected. Uh, although I've used ChromeVox on this Chromebook, I'm I don't, I'm not a daily user of it, so I'm definitely not an expert when it comes to using ChromeVox. I think in order to really understand and be good at something, you need to really use it and dig dig into it. So. Um, Like any screen reader, there's so many keyboard commands and shortcuts to memorize, and um, there are definitely, through this demo here today, we're really going to just be looking at the basics of ChromeVox, getting an idea of what it's capable of, and I may do something a little different. Uh, So again, please use the chat to to correct me or tell me that I'm a dummy. I, I do not mind, I will not be offended. So first and foremost, as Luke said at the top of the program here, ChromeVox is the screen reader that's provided by uh, Chrome uh, OS. So if you're familiar with JAWS or NVDA or Narrator on the Windows side or VoiceOver for Mac and iOS, then you're familiar with what a screen reader is. And that's what ChromeVox is here on the Chrome OS. When Luke handed over to me, uh, he turned on ChromeVox for us and he did it with a quick keyboard command. So you are able to turn on and off ChromeVox very quickly with a keyboard command, which is Control-Alt-Z. So because I have it on now, if I do a Control-Alt-Z, it'll turn it off. We got a little ding-ding noise. And if we do it again, we get ChromeVox on again. Now I'm having a weird Chrome issue where I hit Control and it's not making it be quiet, but let's see if hopefully Uh, it'll work this time for us. But there are some settings uh, under the accessibility menu that Luke was under specifically for Chromebox. So let's go first take a look at that. And I'm going to do that by heading over to my settings. Now, before Luke did talked about that keyboard command, that Alt Shift S, and I'm going to do that now.
2: Quick settings. Press search plus left to access the notification sender.
0: And I'm going to go ahead and use my ChromeVox navigation, which is using the search key. And again, that's right to the left of the A or where the caps lock would be. That's our ChromeVox modifier. Most things that we need to do with ChromeVox is going to require that modifier key. I'm going to hold it down and use my right arrow to move. um, Very similar to you would do with voiceover, uh, both on iOS and the Mac. So I'm going to go ahead and hold down my search key or my Chromebox key, and hit right arrow until I get to settings.
2: Corey Ballard, sign out, shut down, lock, settings. There we go. I go
0: ahead and hit search space bar Press or Chromebox settings, space.
2: Search settings. Search. Banner, and we've got in. Settings, we got into search our search banner, here.
0: Banner, network, now what link, I'm going to do is banner, I could use navigation. the search um, uh, bar search and type accessibility. Man, I wish I could make a big comment. Um, I could use the search bar uh, that we landed in, but instead I'm going to use a, uh, a, a, a another ChromeVox key to get quickly to the accessibility p- part here. Now, I could use my ChromeVox right arrow and just move from option to option to option to option, but I know that ChromeVox breaks up their settings by heading, so I'm going to use the ChromeVox key, ChromeVox H, to move by heading, and we're going to look for advanced.
2: Network, Bluetooth. Connected, people, device, personalization, search and apps, advanced. There we go. Collapse, we're going to go ahead and button, open that up with a to,
0: s- search spacebar.
2: Advanced, expanded. And now we're
0: going to use our headings again to move for accessibility.
2: Data and top private language files print and develop accessibility. There it is. Heading two. Now
0: go ahead and do search right arrow and find the manage accessibility options.
2: Get image description. always show ex- manage accessibility there we go. features. Well activate it with a features. Chromebox space. Manage accessibility features sub page back button. Click to navigate, navigate away. So now we're manage in
0: that same settings that we were in features. before. Heading one. This time we're looking for the text to speech options.
2: Enable access text to speech. Here we go. Heading two. We'll
0: keep going to the right.
2: Enable Chromebox spoken feedback toggle button.
0: And we've Press. got that toggle button pressed already. That'll Press turn Chromevox to on or off. We're going to go one more to the right. Open
2: Chromebox settings. There we
0: go. And we'll right. do our Chromevox space.
2: Chromebox options. Chromebox options. And now let's
0: take a look at what we have here in our Chromevox options. I'm going to move over again using my Chromevox right.
2: Enable verbose descriptions. Checkbox. Checked.
0: So our first option here is enable...
2: plus space to toggle. We have
0: enable verbose descriptions. Now what this is, if you're familiar with iOS hints, this is their terminology for hints. So what I want to show you is when I move off of this checkbox and come back, it's going to say enable verbose descriptions, and then it'll say checkbox checked. And at the end of it, it gives you a little hint. It'll say hit... Uh, hit chromebox space to activate.
2: Automate, enable verbose descriptions checkbox checked. Press search plus space
0: to toggle. So there's our says press search plus space to toggle. That's that little hint. Let's uncheck this verbose description.
2: Enable verbose And now let's move off Automate, and on and see what it enable says. Enable verbose descriptions not checked.
0: Now that it's unchecked, we're not getting those those verbose description, those hints. So it's a very good feature to have on as you're just beginning to learn uh, ChromeVox, because it again, it's gonna give you a hint and let you know wh- how to interact with whatever you've landed on. But once you become an expert and you're really cruising around, a lot of those hints can get quite annoying, but we're gonna put it back on with a search space.
2: Enable and let's move on
0: and see our next one.
2: Automatically read page after it finishes loading. Checkbox, not checked. So that's
0: pretty self-explanatory.
2: Press search plus space to toggle.
0: What that's going to do is when we load a page in Google Chrome, it will automatically start reading that page if it's checked. I have it unchecked because I don't like it to immediately start reading.
2: Speak text under the mouse. Checkbox, not checked.
0: If you are a sighted user or you're supporting somebody who is a ChromeVox user, you can turn this feature on so that as you move the mouse around, whatever the mouse pointer lands on will be spoken out loud. It can also be helpful for individuals who may be visually impaired if there are some tasks that have to be done with the mouse. Having this turned on will read whatever the mouse cursor is rolling over.
2: Use pitch changes.
0: We have use used pitch changes. When we go in here, this will allow us to determine. Change
2: pitch when speaking element types and quoted equal deleted bolded parenthesized or capitalized text so check box.
0: we have a checkbox check. here that's checked and it's saying it's going to change Press the pitch to when it runs into elements that are uh, links or or bolded or things like that so it's going to use a different pitch to uh, identify those different elements for you when
2: reading capitals increase pitch here's another
0: increased pitch when reading um, items, uh, capitals collapse, again that's pretty similar to uh, any other screen reader activate, so that the pitch will change to let you know that it's a capital letter versus lowercase read
2: as words, we have the opportunity here to
0: change how numbers are read
2: with punctuation t- echo some. Button. We can change Press our punctuation up.
0: level Free for items. none, some, Collapse. most, or all just like any other Press screen reader.
2: download notifications.
0: As we're check doing box. downloading, check. we can have those, those notifications spoken out loud to, to us, the percentage of how far that download is, is gone, what the progress is.
2: Turn off sticky mode when editing text, smart sticky mode.
0: Let's check talk box. about for a, just Not a quick check. second what sticky mode is. That gives us the hint here. To so for a lot of times here, I've been using the search key or the Chromebox key to perform um, keyboard commands. Sticky key allows us to turn on the Chromebox key and have it continued to be on without having to hold it down. This is great when you know you're going to be using that search key a lot. For example, what I'm doing right now is a lot of search right arrow, search right arrow, search right arrow. So instead I can have sticky mode on. So then all I have to do is just hit the right arrow because the search key or the ChromeVox key is sticky or turned on. The way we turn it on is tapping that that search key twice quickly.
2: Sticky mode enabled.
0: So I've got it on now. So now I don't have to hold down search key anymore. I can just hit my right arrow, but it's still performing a uh, search right or a ChromeVox right.
2: When playing audio play normal volume
0: even. So if allows Chrome us to duck our audio button,
2: voices And then we
0: can go in and change our voices. This is going to uh, under this heading this will allow us to change who what voice we're using, the speech rate and all of that. So I'm not going to go into that cuz that's pretty uh, pretty typical. So that's a quick overview of all of the some of the settings under the ChromeVox menu. And really it's one of these menus that you sort of go into once set to your preference, and you typically don't need to come back in here at all. We're all done with this menu here, so we're going to close our window by using a control W. That control W will close a window,
2: Open Chromebox settings. and we'll do one more control
0: W, and we're back to our desktop now. Now that we've got Chromebox set up and going, let's take a little look at how it sort of works for some normal tasks. Again, today's Goal is not to teach you how to use the ChromeVox because, man, we sure don't have enough time to do that. But it's a, 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 just a, to a, give you the a, idea of what it's capable of doing. So first, let's take a look at browsing a website. So I want to open up Chrome. I'm going to do that by going to my launch bar. And that's with a Shift-Alt-L. shift, con- or shift alt, L.
2: Launcher button, And I'm going to go ahead and no, do a move to the box, right
0: with my window. search right arrow. Chrome, There's Google button. Chrome. And we'll go ahead Show. and hit our search bar. space bar to, to open created. it up. We've opened up Chrome here. We're in our tab, in our address bar. Let's go to visionforward.org. So we'll go to vision forward.org. Oops.
1: Yes, you didn't do it. Let's Menu try it again item. here. Because got sticky keys you sure is. Chrome. Gosh darn, <laughs> sticky key. I, think you did, that before, didn't you? I sure. did do that before. You're in your, uh, you're in your search period. Yeah, so let's get
0: out of here. Control W. Oh let let's turn sticky it off. Sticky mode enabled. Okay, are we going to get it out here? Oh, oh wait. The there I go. go. So, I made this mistake, and I do this all the then time. I started typing because I New thought text. I was ready to go, Google but Pro. I had sticky keys free. still on, sticky <laughs> mode. So, rather than typing, Press it was starting to do all of the different keys I was doing. So, I tapped that search and, uh, search key twice again. I turned off sticky mode. Now let's try it. So we'll type in. I hit something there, right? There we go. There let's go. try it again. Vision. Talk live. Let's go there. Actions,
1: I hear that's a great website.
0: One of the best. Yeah.
2: There we go.
0: So we are new now tab, new tab, e at. Google Chrome, let's make sure screen, we are.
2: Window. Skip to main yep. content. We are now at
0: Vision Forward's web page. And one of the things, if you've uh, joined any of our other Tech Talk Lives focusing on screen reader use on the internet, one of the things that I always teach people, and one of the things that I do is whenever I load a new page, I always do a control home on the window side or a search control left arrow on ChromeVox to go up to the top of the page. Now I know where I am. I'm not sure if I'm in the middle of the page. I know I'm at the top. Search. Control right arrow will take us down to the end of the page. So we're on Vision Forward's Tech Talk Live page here. We wanna move by heading because we use headings on our page. I'm gonna hold down my search key or my Chromebox key and hit H for heading.
2: Tech Talk Live. There we go.
0: Landed on our heading. So I skipped all that stuff in the beginning and then I'll go ahead and use my search or Chromebox key right arrow and begin looking at some of the text here.
2: Join us every other Thursday at 11 a.m. CST for Tech Talk Lot schedule. Heading to
0: Okay, there's that. May oh, 21. That's today. 20. Oh, my gosh. What's, what's going happening? on today? Let's find out.
2: Chromebook accessibility. Oh. oh. In this session. I can't
0: wait to join. Corey Learn something. And <laughs> the 10th of June What are we 21. doing on the 10th? I have no idea, actually. connect. Uh, oh and we missed that one. Oh. Guide Connect. Yeah, that. Uh, I don't think what's we're doing the next? We? Uh, well, what's after the twenty seventh? Is it the tenth? Yeah, Actually, I believe that's the next one. We have yeah. a special guest from SuperSense. We do. We'll, we'll talk about that, but let's keep moving. For Tech so you've got to re- So as you can see, I'm moving through the Press different pages here. Now, face. one of the things I want to point out with Chromebox that I really like. One of the things, you know, most screen readers, it's all these hundreds of keyboard commands you need to remember. Mm-hmm. And JAWS has a little uh, JAWS search command feature to try to help you with that. But Chrome has a ChromeVox menu that I, that offers you the ability to look and find all of the different um, commands you'd wanna do. So let's go to the top of the page here for a moment. Skip to main content. And let's say I wanna Skip move main. by heading or I wanna perform some task, but I can't remember what the keyboard command is. All I need to remember is ChromeVox period or search period in order to open up this ChromeVox menu. So let's do that. Search
2: the menus.
0: Search. Oh, huh. And now I've search got a menus. number of different menus that have popped up. And, popped up, and under each menu results. has a number use of different options. Right so let's use our right arrow.
2: Jump menu go to beginning of table search plus alt plus shift plus left arrow so
0: first we land on a menu jump menu here the jump menu allows us to move Press or jump to different places to for example it if i activate. use my up arrow
2: start reading show tape show links show let's land see if i can find head, it show previous previous, Maybe it's previous previous similar item search
0: previous but you can see we have plus left previous arrow. object menu, search like previous list but
2: search what it plus does plus j It also gives you the keyboard command. So
0: not only can we hit search space or Chromebox space to actually activate that control, it's also giving us the keyboard command so we can start memorizing those as we use them more. Let's use our right arrow and move to another menu. Speech
2: menu. Here's our speech menu status search plus o then b
0: so we have an option item. here that says uh say battery and it tells Press us again down arrow to search navigate, enter, o announce, i think it said search o a or, b, or h, h. Yeah. or b b, b. O, then there we go o, then then so when b. it says search o then 20. b what it's saying is it's trying it's telling us to do a layer command i'm going to hold down my search key hit o let go of both and i'll hit b battery.
2: 36%,
0: and it gives 12, us our battery strength. Battery Again, I deep. could have just hit ChromeVox space on there and it would have also done it. Besides these menus, tabs, we menu. uh, besides those, Check we have a tabs live, menu. Forward, so we can hop depth. around between any menu open tabs we have.
2: Chromebox,
0: we have a ChromeVox menu. So these are going to be specific options to ChromeVox. Actions, actions but I'm looking Click for heading, headings. Menu. There we go. So here now we have a list of all of the headings that are currently on this page. I'm interested in the ACVREP resources heading. Let's find that with the down arrow.
2: Schedule heading to Tech live resources heading There we go. I'm going to go ahead and
0: hit my search space.
2: ACVREP continuing education
0: credits. And it's moved me right to that heading on this web page. So again, if I forgot what some of these commands are, if you just remember ChromeVox or your search key period, you're able to perform all, not all, but almost all of the different ChromeVox keys uh, and commands that you
1: might be interested in. And it's a fantastic teaching tool because it gives you all those shortcuts as well. So, exactly. you know, you go in there enough times and hear that shortcut enough times and eventually it's, it's yep. going to be uh, ingrained in your memory and you won't even need to go to that menu anymore. You can just use a shortcut. You got it. It's mm-hmm. absolutely going to click with you. Yep.
0: Now let's take a look real quick too about uh, mo- using some other shortcuts to move around. Uh, so we're going to do a Control-W and close use the Chrome window. I'm going to go to my launch uh, bar again with up a Shift-Alt-L. I'm going to move over to email, YouTube. Google,
2: Gmail, Docs, YouTube. I'll
0: we'll hit space there. there Chromebox space. We've opened up a YouTube page. YouTube. I'm going to go up to the top. Guide, now I'm on YouTube button, and I'm looking crunch, for a search field. Editor. I know it's an edit box. So for I'm going to do my search E or my Chromebox E to move by edit. Search. And there we edit go. Text. I jumped right to the edit Form. box and skipped search. all the other stuff at the top of YouTube. Search. I'm going to do my search. In focus. in focus technology. Technology. Uh, low low. Vision. vision. Let's see if that brings us up. And we'll hit enter.
2: Search filters. And now I want to move Talk by heading, so I'm going to just pressed. do my
0: Chromebox or search key H.
2: Take low vision products. Low vision's resolution for latest from InFocus. Oh, that's us. TikTok live by Hey, that's hey, us. Hey. So hey.
0: All right, I'm going to hit. I'm going to hit that. Hold Space on. Is here. Right,
1: is it a good idea Ten to open it? i I'm, I'm, Yeah, it's no not so gonna do what's anything. Gonna happen. Okay, fine. Yeah, we're
0: gonna <laughs> see what happens. you are gonna hear us.
2: <laughs> <There>
1: <laughs> this is we are. us in the past. Yeah, yeah.
0: So now, now it's <laughs> playing us. This is crazy. Now I can find the pause button search, by using my search right B. Guide, skip search. Search. <laughs> search will create YouTube Almost there. I went oh, 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 too oh. far. Oh. Let's do a let's do a shift. There we go. So I did, I went too far and then did a search or Chromebox shift B to move backwards. So again, very similar to Windows and Mac based screen readers. We can use some of those commands, Chromebox H or that search H to move by heading, B for button, E for element and so forth, T for table all those kind of things you're used to.
1: Let me uh, just stop you there, Corey, because yep. we are at the 12 o'clock mark. You got and it. And that means, uh, do you have anything else to show? Or? No,
0: the only other thing was just a little bit in, in, in do- Google Docs, but it really is, again, because it's web-based, there's really no difference. The only thing I wanted to mention in the Google Docs, if you're working in Docs, is just using that Alt F to get up to those menus up there. Yes. And again, that's pretty similar if you're a Windows-based screen reader
1: user yep, as well. For sure. OK, well, let's give our exit code.
0: Today's exit code for ACBREP. Oh, no, no. no I, I got a little intro. Oh. I, I was going to oh. give you a time.
1: Oh, okay. I'll right, go give it. you a second.
0: Go for it. Again, go to vision dash forward.org slash tech talk live. Yes. Click your evaluation link. Fill out all fives because we are excellent. And um, You can't uh, tell people what to fill out. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Never mind. Don't put all wait well, no. Uh, <laughs> you need an opening and closing code. Today's closing oh, code is. Engine. Vroom vroom. No. Not vroom vroom. Engine. Yes. Engine, engine is our closing code. We'll make sure that gets in
1: the uh, Zoom chat as well. Yes, Too. We will. Let me uh, do that here. Uh, exit code. And then, yep. Colon. Oh no! I spelled code wrong. Now, we, now the whole thing is gone. Oh, happen. it's
0: all. It's yeah, all, right. man, It's right. all right. wrong. Yeah. I thought you said sir, exit col- colon. And exit and colon. Then, code, and then I colon, thought you said like I, spe- I spelled colon wrong. I'm like, <laughs> well, why don't you just use the colon? <laughs> So, Um,
1: we do have a comment here. Yeah, please. I would love to read it aloud. I'm afraid I can't see who it's from for some reason. But it says, uh, does it read content that's in embedded links? iOS does not read the content in embedded links in emails. Any ideas about that? I think... Can you, uh, one more time, what was that? uh, Does does ChromeVox read the content in embedded links? I think, like, okay, so there's a problem with Facebook and I think this is, this is the idea, oh, where yeah. if somebody embeds a link into the post, yeah. then um, for some reason, VoiceOver cannot read that post at all. Um, so but this I, one was
0: something with email, right?
1: Yeah, but the, so the, this one said, uh, iOS doesn't read the content in embedded links in emails.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I'm, I, I would like, I need maybe a little more information. Obviously, if somebody puts a link, it reads the link. But if it's an embedded link that is then displaying content, ver-
1: so it's like... So if you've embedded like a video yeah,
0: into uh, 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 yeah, Yeah, if you've embedded a link that's not... It's not the actual link, but it's showing text maybe. I, that I was, would,
1: uh, sorry, that was from Shirley. So thank yeah, you for Shirley, Shirley.
0: Shirley, could you please email infocus at vision-forward.org and we'll take a little bit more time uh, to get some information from you and, and see if we can help oh, at all. I just want a little clarification. Again, there. in focus at vision. You I know, guess what? I just put it in there and spelled it wrong.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm having a bad day today. That's all right.
1: Um, so I think that's pretty much so, everything for
0: today. Um, we do, as you saw, we do have a YouTube channel. Yes, we do. We cruised over to our YouTube channel and we were watching ourselves. That's yes, a little we weird. <laughs> um, but uh, you can head over to youtubecom technology. We stream these these Tech Talk Lives every Thursday at 11 a.m. Central, every other Thursday, every other Thursday. Mm -hmm. And then the every other Fridays, uh, we release a video, uh, a more of a produced video on a specific product. So long and short of it, every week we produce a, a video.
1: Yes, indeed we do, and uh, those are all very enjoyable, and we already yeah. have a bunch of them on the channel, so there's a ton yeah. of content there. So if you want to know how to use your Windows computer, if you want to know how to use your Mac, if you want to know about the latest low vision and blindness assistive technology products, you it's can there. find all about it there.
0: We had posted a uh, Google Chromebook low vision video last week, Friday. Yes, we, we did. We will be doing a um, a ChromeVox video. So for anyone who either didn't uh, wasn't able to join us today or needs to, uh, a little review, you'll be able to watch those two videos as well, too. Excellent, monsieur.
1: Um, I, before we go, yeah. we do need to hear about our special guest for yes. this time. Yes,
0: next, next, uh, next Tech Talk Live, so that uh, would be June time. 10th?
1: Yes. yes.
0: June 10th, we have a representative from SuperSense will be joining us. Um, We talked a little bit about SuperSense when we did the low vision and uh, accessibility options, and we looked at it on the Android side. Yes, we did, yes. There's an Android and a uh, iOS iPhone app. For those familiar with um, Seeing AI, you could maybe compare it to Seeing AI, although I think in many cases it's better. And then they also have their Super LiDAR app. Mm. Uh, For anyone who joined our, um, our Tech Talk Live on Seeing AI and the LiDAR feature, They have a similar app that uses the LiDAR on the iPhone 12 Pro and Pro Max series Mm -hmm. that allows you to use some 3D uh, kind of distance. It starts to bring distance into the camera, telling you how far things away and identifying. So he will be joining us on June 10th. It will be... Top-notch.
1: Yeah, it's always fun to have guests on. It is. For sure. It's less of us talking. So yeah, exactly. We get to take a break. I think you guys will dig it. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody has any ideas for future shows, then please feel free to get in touch with us at the email address infocus at vision-forward.org and let us know what those might be. Please. Any closing thoughts, Corey?
0: My closing thought today mm-hmm. is... You got to get up. Yeah. Before you can get down.
1: Yes, indeed. And everybody loves getting down when the party's hard. Yes. <laughs> I have no Funny idea I have <laughs> no idea what I just said.
0: <laughs> do you have any closing words? Although, maybe I don't want you I really don't want you to end on that. So do you have any no. closing No. Um,
1: may, uh, may everybody live long and prosper. Oh, we'll that's end with great. a with a classic quote uh, awesome. from Spock there. See you it's guys. been fun guys. Yeah. We'll see you. We'll see you next time. Bye.
0: Our music's not playing. We are very sorry. Uh, I'm happy to sing, or if you guys want to disconnect, that also works
1: too. File.